Hey, we're back again, the lovely ladies of Luggage, Love, and Loot. I'm Soleil. I'm Bree. What's up, y'all? And today we're missing our beautiful Markeisha. She is away for a little getaway. Uh, so me and Brianna decided to still do a little special episode for y'all today and do one of our favorite tea talks that we love so much when we just share our heart and <laughs> the, the tea, okay? Share the tea. Spill some tea. So uh, we're really glad to have you guys listening in and we thank you all for your continual support of us. Um, tonight we're going to talk about the show, the hit show, on the own network called Love Is. It's in its first season and it is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, one of my favorites. Yes, Brie and I love it. So we are going to talk a little bit about what love is today. And we're going to start off with talking about what love is to us. So Brie, why don't you tell us what your definition of love is? Hmm, love. I love love. I mean, you know, love is is so many things. When I really just stepped back and thought about this concept, um, it made me think back to our episode where we discussed um, love languages. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, my top three were only one point apart when, when I did the test. So for me, physical touch, gifts, and acts of service are all very important for me as far as ways to show love and also ways that I, I give love. So, um, as far as like the physical touch part, like it's not necessarily, you know, just all about sex. Like one of my favorite things is actually, which might sound weird is getting my back scratched. No, really? so, <laughs> yes. Like I just love it. And my back is always itching or if, like, <laughs> someone, if my boyfriend starts to scratch it, like it starts itching even more. And I just want him to keep doing it. Like, so that's like one thing to like, makes me feel loved is him scratching my back and there's you know times that he does it without me even have, having to ask which just adds to it but that's like one of my favorite things is getting my back scratched I know that's weird but also you know like holding hands or um you know things like that kissing that kind of thing so physical touch is something that's really important to me and one way that someone can show me that they love me um as far as gifts like I mean yes I love getting gifts but I like thoughtful gifts more so than anything. Um, so, you know, if someone goes out of their way to get me something that they know that I would really like, like that means so much to me. Like, for example, the gift that you and Marquisha got me for my birthday, well, the multiple gifts, you know, they were all personalized and everything like that. Like that just meant so much to me because it was something that was really, you know, you guys really put thought into it. So that made me feel special. I'm like, these girls really love me, even though I'm crazy. Because we love you. <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as like acts of service goes, like, you know, like someone like cleaning for me, like there's been times where my best friend has came over and like done my dishes. My boyfriend does my dishes for me. Like I hate doing dishes. So it's like, if you really love me, you would do these dishes, you know, or cleaning my car or something like that. So those, all these different ways, I feel like, you know, that's how I know someone loves me. Of course, there's, there's, tons of different ways but those things really mean um a lot to me as well as you know someone who's there to support me and things that I do and I'm blessed to have a strong you know family and friend um family and friends who I know that I can count on and who will be there to support me so those are just a few ways or a few things that to me define 
what love is. So what about you? Hmm. Well, before I go, I just want to say I love how your definition of love describes a love that is not um, like gender specific. It's not a love that is just for uh, reserved for your mate or your friends. Like you talked about love and you talked about your friends. You talked about your family, your boyfriend. Like I love the fact that you encompass that love. Like it includes everybody in our life. When we think of love, it should just be put in a box of like an intimate relationship. Right. I agree. So given the word intimate, which is one of my favorite words. And like you said earlier, like physical touch doesn't necessarily have to mean sex. Like intimacy, people initially think about sex. But for me, intimacy, well, that's another thing. And I sometimes say intimacy means into me see. Mm. So it's like look inside of me. And I think that's what love is. Love is intimacy. It's connection with someone. And you usually like can't, you can't shake the, connection it doesn't matter how rough the roads get you know you might take breaks and time off and you might disagree at sometimes but it's like I can't stop loving you um, right and you go through that with anyone and, and everyone and you experience both the highs and the lows so I think love is you know it's intimacy it's connection um it is just an unbreakable bond mm-hmm it's sharing, you know, and enduring with people, you know, the best of times and the worst of times. And I mean, I gotta be so honest to say that I feel like my connection with people um, that I hold near and dear to me and I love and treasure has grown through either conversations or experiences of like hardships. Mm -hmm. You know, like, even if I were to think of you and our relationship, like whenever things clicked, not that we haven't had so many fun times together on Snapchat, you bartended, like I could name a whole bunch of them, even all the way back to college days. But the things that like touched my heart are those conversations that I had that I knew like, man, this girl really cares about me. Like I could tell her anything. And and I think that like the, the hard times really prove how, how like real your love is. So I do, I think love is like a huge thing and it, um, it's so hard to put like a couple words on it. It's always changing. It's always right. evolving. But for me, love is very personal. It's intimate. It's connection. It's it's enduring in its relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like that the title of the show is just love is with a blank space because love can be whatever you want it to be or whatever you need it to be. And like you said, it's always changing. So at any time, it could be a different word within that blank. Mm. So I wonder what some of the episode titles are, if they're following what you're saying, because I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so afterwards. Right. So, uh, well, you know, I I guess the episode's down, girl. So, so episode one was just titled Nuri and Yasir, and that's when we really got to, you know, first being introduced to the character so love is noreen this year and when you see that like i mean they are love you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so the second episode was called first dates like you know the feeling that you feel when you're going on a first date with somebody like that's kind of like you know like a make or break it type thing and if it's going well you might be thinking hmm, I, you know i can really see myself with this person or you know i've had first dates where i'm like 
wow, this was like the best first day I've ever had. Like, you know, and you have all this anticipation and things like that going on with you to where that could be, you know, someone you potentially fall in love with. And as it goes on, um, episode three is titled her questions. Um, episode four is his answers. And we'll dig deeper into these episodes. Um, episode five is love is acceptance. Episode six, love is supportive. And then the episode that, uh, this latest episode is going to be entitled love is not Valentine's day. And I think that that's a great title because so many people, um, put so much emphasis on Valentine's day. Um, you know, yeah, where it comes to, you know, this person needs to show me how much they love me on this specific day when really it should be something that you're doing all year long. Um, and I'm one of those people because I just absolutely love Valentine's Day. Like even before I was in a relationship, I loved Valentine's Day. Like I loved going on Facebook and seeing everybody posting their pictures of their dates and their gifts and things like that. That just always just made me feel so good even before I was in a relationship. And um, but Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday because I love hearts. I love everything about it. So but it's this this next episode is going to be interesting because Yasir, which is, you know, of course, one of the main characters, um, you know, he doesn't celebrate Valentine's Day because of his religion. So I am definitely curious to see how this episode is going to go um, with him not celebrating Valentine's Day. Mm, interesting. I love the whole play of that blank space. And I think that sends a message like what we were talking about in the beginning is love. It changes like depending on the circumstance, depending on what date you're on, what a challenge you might be facing or what great moment you're making like love can mean something different at any point in time um and that's one thing I just love about this show so much because it it speaks so many like life messages to us like you can't watch it and not take something away from it just from your life in general right it's like impossible I love it so basically, if you haven't watched the show yet, you need to get caught up. It's yeah. six episodes in right now. So you have time. Just take a day to binge watch it. Um, so basically, it's a, it's a show that's set back in 1997. So, you know, it has all those good vibes of like the 1990s, which was like my favorite era. I love the music from the 90s, which the soundtrack is like amazing on the show and it shows them you know getting to know each other and their whole journey it's set out in california um and then the other part of it is that they're showing what they're like all the way in 2027 so it goes all the way from 1997 to 2027 and you see them even as an older couple you know married for years at this point and i i, I just love how they do that uh did that showing them yes. when they first started and showing them where they will be in the future i love it yeah and um i just discovered a playlist on apple music that is a love is playlist so all of the songs that they play on love is is on a playlist um i'm getting ready to head out of town tomorrow and i download it and i cannot wait to listen to it on the plane yes i know it's gonna be, I, I love 90s music so i'm um I'm going to have to get on that myself. So let's dig deeper into some of these episodes. Um, as we told you, Yasir is like the, the, the main character, the guy, and then Nuri is the main woman on the show. And um, what are some of your favorite, um, what have been some of your favorite moments in the show? 
So my all-time favorite moment was, I think it was episode two, three, when they were in the um, coffee shop and they had uh, just linked back up. They were in a coffee shop and um, they were about to leave because pretty much they were getting kicked out. And I think Yasir said to Nori, like, something about the, if this was the first date and we were leaving each other, like, what would you say or something like that? Or said, we were, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, Shama. He said, basically, if we were already, like, dating a year from now or something like that and you were about to leave me, what would you say to me? Child, what? That took said, me out of here. And she said, I love you. Yes, and then he was. I love you too. I love you too. Oh my goodness, my heart just melted. Girl, and I mean, I I love that that scene so much. Uh, It just gave me the feels, and that's what I love about this show. Like, I mean, let's be real. So many of us have gone through disappointments in relationships, and you know, not everyone is in like a happy relationship or in one at all. So sometimes it's hard to like just get connected to something that makes you like feel again and want love. But this show like brings all of that out. And that specific part of that episode gave me the feels all over again. And it was like the fact that they were able to like give each other that raw emotion in that time. I was like, wow. Like she was bold and like confident enough to say what she really what was on her heart at that moment. And I just thought that, you know, there it goes. Love is like courageous. It's bold. It's fearless. I was like, Mm. oh my gosh. I love that part. Yeah, that, yeah, that is, is, was probably also my my favorite part of the episode. I mean, of the season thus far. Um, Another one of my favorite scenes is where, um, and I can't remember what episode this happened on. I don't know if that was episode five, but pretty much they get disconnected again they keep missing each other he's leaving her notes she's not getting them he's she's trying to get in touch with them going all over the place for him and you know it seems like she finally gives up and just like you know what i'm not able to find him i don't know what to do and she goes home and he's like already there waiting for her sitting on the steps and i was just like again my heart just melted (laughs) and i'm like you know what would fill in the blank love is i don't know like like relentless like they wouldn't give up yep you're right that's a good word love is relentless it's like they would not give up on finding each other no matter how mad they were because you know some moments they were mad at each other um darn what's her name nori went to his house and faced that um ruby slash ex-girlfriend ruby like and didn't give up after that I'm going to lie if that was me. Well, honestly, I can't think of anyone that I've met that I'm going to find his address somewhere and just right. go to this place. After I already didn't call before, and I know it's a woman he stays with. Mm-hmm. Like, she showed all the, it was like all the signs of, I could hear my girls being like, girl, don't you do that. Or if I did do it, I would have to sneak and tell y'all later. <laughs> right. I mean, she's leaving work for this man. At oh, this point, man. I don't even think- knew his name when she was leaving work like knew his last name you know what i mean like she's she's breaking all the rules for love yes oh i love that love breaks rules love breaks rules there are no comes to love you know and i I think this show is definitely showing me that because you know i think i've been the type of person where 
for the most part, when it comes to relationships, I'm like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. You can't do this. You can do this. You can do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, this show is like bringing out a different part of me where I can see, you know, that love, you know, there is no boundaries. And like you said, love breaks rules and it doesn't always have to be, well, this is how you were brought up. So this is what it has to be. Yeah. I was um, thinking about this the other day and one of many uh, favorite scriptures that I have. There's a one um, book in, I think it's first Corinthians 13. And I think that's the love chapter when it talks about love is patient, love is kind. Um, and I was just like comparing what I see in this, uh, you know, in this show with that scripture. And I'm just like, yeah, man, it is it, all those things. And you see it and it does it. It, it pulling something out of everyone. I think that's one of my favorite things about this show, Brie, is I watch it, I get the feels, and I love it. And the next day, I go bubbling wherever I go telling people about it. Uh-huh. It's one people, you got to watch it. So I got, like, some of my coworkers watching it. And, you know, everybody's at different stages in their life when it comes to love. And people's perspectives... And their sharing is realizing, helping me to realize that everybody has a love is story. Mm -hmm. And the love is stories that are coming from people who are in relationships. Like my one coworker, um, her and her husband's been married at least over like 25 years, I believe. And, um, you know, she told me about it and she's like, oh my goodness, I remember the first time whenever we met like it reminded me of that you know so it was taking her back down memory lane and just watching her like watching her face light up and her smile spread across her cheeks I was like oh my gosh I'm getting like the feels all over again just because she's telling her love story um other co-workers just saying how you know like my my man was just here and we held on all this time because that's the one thing about the show. Like, Yasir don't got nothing but love to give right now. Like, she's right. legit falling in love with potential. Right. So, yeah, let's let's break down Yasir a little bit. Like, so Yasir, basically, he's an expi- aspiring director or producer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a car, which he sometimes has to live out of. He is he is currently unemployed. He is living with his ex girlfriend, who is now his roommate, with air quotes. Um. You know, and here she is, Nori, who is, you know, established. She just brought her own house. She has a great career. She has a car. You know, she has all these things going for herself. And you see her at this moment, like you said, only has love to give. And she is taking a chance on someone who um, doesn't really have anything at this point. And, you know, besides him, she was dating this other guy who's, you know, an executive or, or, you know, things like that. So he is someone different for her. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't have he doesn't he doesn't have the status, or he he doesn't really have anything. Mm-hmm. But love. He don't got nothing love to give. And honestly, That's when we not. think when we think about that, like if I was in that situation, because everybody know on the podcast, I'm the I'm the single friend right now. Um, right. You know, and I came to y'all and was like, yeah, I met this guy at a coffee shop, and you know, I was that where did he live, and y'all start questioning me, and I don't know nothing. I know you and Marquisha would be like, so like. Like, I think you need to pump your brakes, slow down. Meanwhile, I'm falling head over heels, like, because there was something that happened that 
no one else will understand. And for her, she is just like really willing to risk that. And I was like, man, she's so dope. She's dope because she's real. She's just willing to try love. Right. Yeah, but your fear don't got nothing. But she, he got potential though. He has potential. Oh, yeah. girl, girl, hold on. Sorry. I just thought about another scene that I love. Remember the one scene whenever the first time that he stayed at her house and mm. she, with the, he fell asleep on her and she was reading his book and she stayed up all through the night and read his book that he wrote or his script or whatever. That yeah. spoke to me heavy too because I'm like a very heart person, passionate person, believe with, like, I want a man, like, with vision, I can't have a man that doesn't have visions and a dream for himself. So I was so for that moment. And I'm like him waking up and seeing her sleep with his book on top of her. Like you fell asleep reading my book. That spoke so many volumes to that man on how supportive she is as a woman to his vision. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that man. <laughs> so. And it's so good to see this on TV because there's so many negative shows on right now or or not, you know, I don't want to use the word negative, but there's so many shows that are showing black people in negative light, um, you know, like all the reality shows, all that kind of stuff. So this show is just like a feel good show. And, you know, the, another thing I love about it is that it's based off of a true story of Mara Braca Kill and her husband, Salima Kill, who... Um, you know, they're both producers and they've produced a lot of shows and things like that together. So I love that it's based on a true story. And I'm wondering how close um, the the this show is to what really, really happened. Because um, I'm just really thinking like, really, you're on the first date and you're going to say to her, what would you say to me if we were already together for a year? And she said, I love you. Like, did this really happen? Like, if it, I, mean, I think it's beautiful. You know what I mean? But I'm just wondering, like, how close the, the show is to their real actual love story. But it's a beautiful story. So, you know how, like, on some of the TV shows, after it's over, they have, like, the reunion or, like, a breakout. I wonder if they're having one and if we should go and maybe get a press pass or something. Because we have questions. We have lots of questions. We have questions. But I do know there is something. Before the season actually started, there was something that was um, released as, like, kind of a preview to it that I think yeah, I a little it. bit you did and you yeah, I watched questions it. I still have questions yeah, I watched it because I wanted to see you know what this show was about I was excited that it was coming on and I did watch it um and you know they were the real couple of course was on there and they were talking about the characters and things like that and I can't remember if they talked about you know this is exactly what happened or you know I'm sure some things are a little bit fabricated um well, I definitely know the ski trip was. I remember, so whenever the episodes go off, like, a, you know, a little blurb comes on about, like, the making of it. And uh-huh. um, I do remember watching something that she said that the ski trip was made up. Um, okay, let's talk just, about the ski trip, which was really one, of the, one, one of the funniest parts of the season thus far. I agree. Yep. So uh, where do we start with that? Like, <laughs> so let's so, talk about Keith. Yes, let's talk about Keith. So, so he's Keith the executive is, that you mentioned, right? Right, the executive at the TV station where Nori works, and he, you know, really likes Nori, and invites her 
to come on this ski trip with him and his friends. And it's three other couples there, I believe. And, um, <laughs> you know, she doesn't really want to go because she's still trying to figure out what's going on with her and Yasir. But, you know, she can't, she hasn't been able to connect with him. And, you know, she's like, I can't wait around for him. You know what I mean? I got to take this chance and see what's going on with Keith, even though her heart is really still with Yasir. And um, so they go on this ski trip and <laughs> she walks in. They're all, wait, they all have on the same sweaters. They all have on matching sweaters. And they got her sweater. It says Keith's, Keith's girl on the back. And she's like, uh, do I have to put this on? <laughs> like, I am not his girlfriend. And all the other couples are all, you know, lovey-dovey. And it's a very awkward between her and Keith because they're not at that point yet. Right. Hmm. He's willing to pretend, which is annoying to me. Right. He's pre- obviously he's pretending, a lot of things. he's pretending with a lot of things. A lot of things. And he doesn't <laughs> like to take a, like a signal. Like she had been telling him that she really didn't want to go and he was just so persistent. Yeah. It was so yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so then they're, you know, they're all sitting around and I think he asked her like to come sit on his lap, which was kind of weird. And she kind of like was like, no, you know, I'll just, you know, she kind of like laughs it off. And then that night comes and all the couples are having sex and he's sitting there listening. Like a little perv. (laughs) I was like, what's wrong with him? Like, and he was drinking and, you know, then he ends up. Oh yeah. That's what it was. The shrooms. Welcome to a whole nother level. Mm. And the next thing you know, he starts crying and telling, and then he reveals to Nori that he's gay. Mm, 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 girl, girl, I couldn't believe it. I was Thank like, and he's in, in love with his friend that is there with his girlfriend. Having sex in the room. Having sex in the room. I'm like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was shocked. And annoyed at the same time because you, you know how you automatically like align with your like favorite character, and I'm like Team Nori and Yasir. So you know if Yasir ain't in the scene, I'm Team Nori. Like period. So I already know how she feel. I know she don't want to be there. I know she's just putting on, and now she's sitting in this big mess with Keith and his crazy behind corny friends, and now his confession of being gay. And she's holding this this chocolate grown man while he crying about being in love with someone else. I said, I cannot believe this. Then they get back to work, and he tells her, "What did he say?" He he did it. He said that he he was lying. He was like, "Oh wow, you don't know how to take a joke. I knew you didn't want to be there, so I just said that to make you feel better, dude. Who does that? Bye." You're and to give so they didn't have to have sex. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're full of it. Like, come on, this is Nori you're talking about, first of all. And if she didn't want to have sex with you, I don't think she would have. You know what I mean? Like, I don't take her as that type of woman. Like, I didn't see her say no to a couple of people um, over the course of this show. So I know he was lying. He's just not ready to live with his truth, honey. Right. So that's going to be interesting to see how you know, that progresses with them at work and if she'll be able to, you know, keep that in. 
And while we're talking about that, I guess we might as well discuss Angela because they are now all intertwined. So Angela is like her best friend at work. And um, her and Angela also have their, you know, their gripe. Angela was given uh, a script and she decided not to share the script with Nori. Or re- or right. I'm mad about that. Choice. I'm yeah so that puts a little strife on their on their friendship um the fact that she didn't um want Nori to, to co-write the script with her and then it just so happens that Angela and Keith end up meeting meeting up at a bar where they seen each other at the bar which we didn't even talk about Keith and the other guy at the bar I was like whoop de whoop whoop this man is bringing his book honey Right. So he was about to, yeah, pretty much leave with this guy. And then Angela, she, Angela spots him and, you know, they get to talk and they decide to go to a movie together. Well, lo and behold, of course, Nori and Yasir are at the same movie. And let's add that they were at the movie because Nori is in a whole funk because who she thought was her friend decided to move forward and do the script without her. And then, boom. You're at the movies with her and your ex gay boyfriend or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. So you so in Nori's mind, she's like, oh my god, like they're on a date together and she doesn't know that they kind of just happen to see each other. Um but now I'm like thinking, you know, is Nori gonna tell Angela that Keith is gay? Is she gonna like not tell her? And how is that gonna affect you know, their friendship and their work relationship. Um, and is Keith going to possibly try to do something to Nori's career if she was to tell Angela? Like, mm-hmm. it's just... That's a good point. What would, what would you do in that situation? If I was Nori? Yeah. Oh, I would be. I would tell Angela for sure. Like, that's not something that I could, I could keep from her. You know, um, at this point, like, you know, like we said, it was just them happen to be hanging out but you know if they really end up feeling each other they could possibly you know want to go on more dates so i would definitely have to tell my girl even though we're we might not be in a good space right now Uh they are our friends and they're friends up until this day so i would definitely tell her like hey i just want to give you a heads up you know he confessed to me that he was gay yeah, and I agree with you. I think that she has more influence with Angela, even though they're not necessarily seeing eye to eye, because for all of the reasons you mentioned earlier, like the conversation with Keith could go bad because he can like literally ruin her career because of the status that he has. Right. That's all interesting, but I I don't think that anything will happen with. I don't think they were on a date intentionally. I think it kind of just happened. Right. Um, but Angela is also smart, too. And, I mean, the move, I, I'm, like, still kind of mad at her a little bit. But the move that she pulled on Nuri is just showing me how, like, hungry she is um, at any cost to move up in her career. So she might be trying to use Keith to move up. Um, but I agree with you. I think she definitely needs to, um, Nori needs to talk to Angela about it because, you know, in that industry, I mean, what we've seen in all these movies is that that's a sure way to get yourself up, um, up the ranks. Uh-huh. So, uh, being, I mean, wow. Now that I'm thinking about it, 
even their boss said that to Angela. Remember the uh, the hit um, star Marvin and how they went, he invited Nori out to a dinner and was just saying like she was pretty much invited because she was, you know, beautiful or whatever. So right. she has I to think say it is important that Angela tells her because you never know what she she may be willing to do and to risk to um, gain her uh, career. The gain of her career. Mm, girl. Yeah. Can't wait. We got like 15 more minutes until the next episode come on. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so... Like right now, we're like at the midway point. So I definitely want us to do another one when it comes to like the season finale. Maybe we can even do a watch party or something. Oh, that would be so dope. Love is trivia and have some prizes. And that'd be cute. I know. I'm like, ah, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think. So what has, let's talk about a little bit about Ruby. Um, we mentioned Ruby earlier, which Ruby is the ex-girlfriend of Yasir, the now roommate. Um, she's like a yoga instructor or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and she decided to get lipo, I believe it was, to be skinnier. She can be, you know, like the white yoga instructors. Yeah, she just keeps saying the competition is like so stiff there and that mm-hmm. she- needs to show up in a certain type of way in order to be successful and it's just really sad that she's having to alter her whole body and even mm-hmm. willing to do that alone like when she decided to have that surgery this year wasn't even staying there with her so can right. you imagine like if he would have never came around right and she wouldn't have anybody to take care of her at all and she was yeah so i don't know how long they were together i don't know if they ever specified but you know I just feel like so many women are like Ruby as far as, um, you know, dealing with a guy who, and, you know, not anything against Yasir, but when you really think about it, it's like, here this guy is with no job, no place to live, no nothing. It's like, how many women would really be willing to take a risk on someone like that? Um, You know, those things it's like uh-uh, like I, I can't that's something i can't deal with like anybody i deal with has to have these certain these certain things and that's just what it is like i really don't want to want a man who is unemployed you know all that kind of stuff so um ruby has you know been with him you know when he had nothing as well and you know now yasir is like falling in love with nori and now granted they were already broke up but from you can tell that they were still sleeping together mm-hmm. since he's been standing there even though they were technically broke up which happens all the time oh i'm and just living a lot of history i mean that phone call that he had with her mom oh, mm-hmm. i was like oh this is just a little bit too personable right right they've been together for a long time they've been been through some things and i just i just feel like though like she didn't like require much of him mm. so he didn't do much he did what what he needed to do to stay there or whatever it was until he found his his next person and that's pretty much what he did and now he's like you know in love with nori and is moving on to her and she's still kind of like stuck on the wayside now right right I mean, it, it is. It's so it's so interesting because, like, I can relate to Ruby 
Um, but thinking about some of the stuff that we said earlier um, in our show about what love is, it's like love takes risk. So just like Ruby took a risk to love Yasir, and as we see, it didn't work out. So did Nori, but it worked out for Nori. So right. it's almost like you got to continue to take risk until it works out. Like how, I mean, and that's, that's like a, a real bomb for me. Like how can we empower women to continue to love and to take risk in loving without um, giving up when it doesn't work out? Because I'm curious, like how many people did they go through before they found each other? I mean, we know Nori had been through a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, but I do also agree with what you're saying because when we know that something isn't for us, we got to know when to pull out. Right. And I also think that Ruby had um, some some investment in uh, Yasir as well because I remember that episode where she talked to his mom. Well, he talked to her mom and um, he was pretty much saying that he was going to stick around. And then a story kind of unfolded that he was the reason why her parents were okay with her being in California, pursuing her dreams. So sometimes we sacrifice um, like staying in a stale or broke situation because it benefits us on one end, but it's not like the complete answer. Uh And now you're just hurt. So you kind of got, you got to know when to leave. You got to know when to, stand on your own right yeah i definitely think she just let she let him stay there Mm -hmm. way too long after they were already broke up um you know and i don't know i mean i can't be a ruby boo don't don't be a ruby i mean sometimes like it just depends on who they're with and what what they're what they're going to be willing to do like sometimes like you know it's the same person but that per that man will not necessarily be the same man to every woman that he's with mm. so you know again you know since she didn't require much you know he didn't really have to give much right. so i've seen this so many times with you know just people in my own life uh, you know family members friends or whatever like where a man has been with you know a certain woman and he was a certain way and he got with another woman and like now he's this completely different man and it like you know it sucks for the previous woman because she may feel like you know i helped him become who he is and now he's moved on but he would have never been that man to that woman just because she didn't bring that out of him you know what i mean right 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 absolutely absolutely yeah i think that's really good it's really good and i mean i know it's encouraging me to you know hang in there until I find the, you know, the right one that what I give is, is enough for him. And it, and it actually makes that difference. Um, I know that anybody who, you know, who comes across my path, there's some impact that I'm making, but the fact that that person and I haven't like fell in love all crazy and like Nuri and Yasir and are in a relationship that lets me know that like, it, it just wasn't quite it. You know, mm-hmm. you were meant to make an impact, but something was a disconnect. And and what you're saying is like, that's information that we need to make sure we check ourselves. So when I get in that situation or one of our listeners get in that situation, it's like step back and, and say to yourself like, okay, well, did this not work out because I didn't hold my standard high enough? Or is it not working out because this guy isn't ready for a relationship or 
you know, he's playing games or I'm playing games. You really have to like look at yourself and know where you stand. Am I just holding on to this for convenience factors for other reasons outside of love? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I love our podcast because we definitely, you know, challenge people to like look within themselves and look at different perspectives. So, you know, you can live your best life. that's the phrase of the year (laughs) Hmm. so yeah it's it's a great show like i said before it's it's a feel-good show um i i love the the cast the characters i love the music um i'm looking forward to the next I believe it's just four episodes left. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to these next four episodes. I know this has to be renewed for a second season because oh. we need to know beyond this what happens um, with Yuri and Nasir, with Nori and Nasir. Yes. Um, I will be sad if they didn't reopen it. I'm I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. It seems to be like a pretty a pretty popular show. I think everybody is now like they're just they just want something different not the same old you know reality tv and you know i i think that people are wanting more of this um so yeah, look i'm ready to meet their grandkids where they at how did y'all transfer this love to them come on we can we can keep this going honey <laughs> so any any final thoughts about love is before we end this recording just make sure you go watch it. I mean, if you haven't watched it, this definitely was a spoiler alert. But honestly, I'm telling you, if you go watch it, it's still worth it. Like, you'll get it from your own perspective and based off of your experiences. And I mean, I can't tell y'all when the last time I watched a show that made me want to pray for my husband to come back in my life again. But love is and did it, y'all. Your sister praying out here, praying for <laughs> yeah you know and it's not just a show for women i try to get uh john my boyfriend to watch it he be acting like he ain't really into it but he likes it he likes it if he heard that he probably be like i don't like it but um, <laughs> I, it's, I think it's good for couples as well as single people just you know what i mean like just it's just i don't know like i just like watching it with him laying in the bed and cuddling and it's, it's just like a feel good show Y'all have great love is story popping up. I love it. I love it. But you know what? I think that I think that even goes into another issue, which I was talking with my male co-workers at work about just today about love is how um, I think it feeds into the societal views about men and their emotions, how men are supposed to feel like men are made to love just like we're made to love. Women are just a little bit more emotional creatures, so they say, because I know some very emotional uh-huh. women. I'm dramatic. You, my friend, are emotional, but I'm not going to go there. That's another episode, but I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, like you said, this is good for everybody. It's good for male um, and female. Like, everyone needs to experience it, Um, but like I said, that's another show, but maybe even a topic that we can include if we get some men to come to this watch party that we would like to plan um, to just talk about, like, what it looked like from their viewpoint. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready mm. to plan this watch party though. I know that much. 
too. We definitely gotta definitely gotta talk about that when we uh when we get back from yes but um yeah i would love something like that um yeah so like like she said if you haven't watched the show yet tune in comes on tuesday nights 10 o'clock at uh, on own um one of the best new shows this year in my opinion and obviously so late opinion too um get caught up finish out the season um let us know your thoughts we're curious to see how you feel about love is what is love to you um of course, if you have any questions for us, you can always email them at luggagelovelute at gmail.com or hit us in the DM. Go down we, in the DM. We need Markeisha. That's her favorite part. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at uh, luggagelovelute. Um, just let us know your thoughts about love. Is I'm curious to see what love is to all of you out there and to see your thoughts um about this this show because we love it yes we do all right until next time all right we're going to go watch love is we got five minutes to get our glass of wine and our snack so we can um go into the fields you want to get your wine girl all right i'm going to get mine together Um, all right and i are about to head out of town so Bree, um have safe travels i'll do the same you hear about all all of our trips on the next uh on the next podcast episode. Yep. All right, y'all. We're out until next time. All right, see ya. Peace, Bye. love. So <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy, girl. All right. <laughs>